My guest today is Pastor Steve Lummer. He is not only the recreational chaplain, but he is also lead pastor at Discovery Church in Prescott, Arizona. It's good to have you. Thank you, Monica. It's great to be uh, with you and your listeners today. Thank you for uh, reaching out. Tell me about you. What led you to become a pastor? Oh, I uh, was raised in church, but I walked away from the Lord as a teenager does sometimes. And uh, three years later on a Sunday night service in Davenport, Iowa, under Pastor Tommy Barnett, I came to the Lord Jesus Christ, called into the ministry, and was mentored by my youth pastor at that time, Bill Wilson, who is out of uh, Metro Brooklyn, New York, with uh, Metro Kid. Then I went into Bible College at Central Bible College in Springfield, Missouri, in the Ozarks. Came back to my home church and was youth pastor for 12 years. And then I planted my wife and I, which, by the way, we celebrate our 41st wedding anniversary this August. And we went into ministry 41 years ago. Then my wife and I planted a church in just outside of St. Louis in the St. Charles County area and just began to take uh, trips and people into the Irish wilderness in the Ozarks and canoe trip, kayak trips down the beautiful streams of uh, the Ozarks in the Irish wilderness. And then we moved to Prescott in 2003. Didn't know what Prescott, Arizona was. It's in the uh, high desert, about a mile high up in the uh, mountains. We get snow four seasons. And I really began to gravitate towards just the beautiful outdoors. And that was 18 years ago. So what is it about the beautiful outdoors that kind of drew you close? It just resonated with me. I I pray better outdoors. I listen better. I heal better, self-heal with exercise and nature. And I think in ministry, a lot of times we are, we're we're so giving that we neglect ourselves. And I think it's in Song of Solomon. Solomon writes, they made me keeper of the vineyards, but I, mine own I did not keep. So it kind of spoke to me about self-care. And if I'm going to have anything to give people, I'm going to need to give some stuff to myself. So God's got this great just way of healing us. And, and it's not that way for everybody. But for me, it literally helps me to think straight, fly straight, and come back refreshed. So I live right next to the Prescott National Forest, which is closed right now because of wildfires in Arizona. But I'm out there daily. And with the thousands of other people that find the outdoors a a place for them to communicate with God, be refreshed, and uh, just enjoy. Tell me about your role as a recreational chaplain. How did that come about? What does that look like? Okay, it looks like this. I pastor a church, and I, I'm also a U.S. missionary to the outdoor nations. We, we're, it's an outdoor nations network. And so an outdoor chaplain, an outdoor pastor, an adventure pastor does anything to get people outside so God can speak to their inside. I find that in the groups that I hang with that if I just build a good campfire, then everyone becomes a storyteller. And that's really the key instead of, you know, just having people in a church looking at the backs of people's heads. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's it, it's more of a circle and it's more of a communication style of just getting people outside the walls of a building. We meet in a building probably 40 Sundays out of the year, but we do things like in two weeks, we're doing a moonlight kayak trip. And uh, it's a way to just get people out of the box. So Colorado River, Zion National Park, Moab, Utah, anything that we can gather people for a few days, a few moments to get them outside and begin to have a conversation. I 
am reading books like Reforesting Your Faith right now by Matthew Sleet. And he says in his book, the number one thing that's spoken about in the Bible, other than God and people, is trees. And I just had to take a minute and say, what? So God has a lot to say about trees. I'm not a tree hugger. But at the same time, I really do appreciate nature. We don't worship nature, but we sure do appreciate it. You know, Colossians says that all things were created for him and by him and represent his marvelous name. So we just really enjoy. And you know what? There's there's millions of people that enjoy getting outside. And it's not just the United States. It's all over the world. So people that like to mountain bike, kayak, climb, hike, horseback ride, anything that can get people outside. And it's just a, you know, it's just a really great opportunity to minister to people. And I I have noticed this too, that a good friend of mine, Brad Sasser, who right now he and his family are ministering uh, as trail servants on the Appalachian Trail and also the Pacific Coast Trail and also the Continental Divide Trail. I find that a lot of folks, the Arizona Trail, a lot of folks that I meet out on those areas are they're running from something they're running from some kind of pain they're dealing with some type of of grief many of them have just gone through a divorce many of them have lost their job they're going through a lot of issues a good friend of mine uh, that i baptized in the colorado river came to christ and i met him outside he passed away two years ago of cancer he was 40 and he was an outdoor enthusiast so i really understand that that people that are outside, like myself, I will utilize a natural setting, a stream, the wisp of leaves, a sunset, and take a moment and pray and say, God, I'm really hurting here in this area of my life, and I need direction here, and I'm not unlike anyone else. And there's a lot of folks that are just searching, and they're using that. They will spend a lot of money on a good pair of hiking boots to get them out there. And uh, so that's one of the ways that we're connecting with people. We're also, right now, we're raising funds for a Trailhead food truck to serve tacos at Trailheads. Oh, that's awesome. So, <laughs> I, love I that. love tacos. Right? You know? I mean, you know, tacos mean smiles. And so, yeah, it's just a taco Trailhead food truck. And we'll take that to Trailheads and just begin to... Uh, build relationship and offer hope to people. So will you just offer free tacos and then just kind of yes. perfect? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Free tacos and no strings attached. I know that the outdoor community, they like to talk and they like to have authentic conversation. And so it's just one of those amazing things. I was on the North Rim of the Grand Canyon last year with about 20 of our tribe and a guy was riding the Continental divide on his mountain bike and he had to stop the north rim of the grand canyon and then carry his bike down through the grand canyon to the south rim which is 23 i'm looking on my wall here 23 almost 24 miles and he ended up having macaroni and cheese with us hung out at the campfire we were able to minister to him and then he was on his way so it's really amazing it's just amazing that that god puts these divine appointments together with people so yeah that the trailhead taco food truck. Look for it out there. Outdoor nations. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's brilliant. Now, you mentioned people out on the trails that tend to be running from things, you know, pain, sorrow, grief, whatever it is. Do you think that's true of just people in general or specifically people out in nature? Well, I think it's true of all of us in general. I mean, 
you know, we've all got messes in our life. We've all got situations. I think the outdoor community, the outside tribe has found a door. They found an avenue and it's resonating with more and more of Americans is, you know, especially what we've been through the last two years is to, you know, they're locked up in their houses and they just literally are needing to get out. So I, I don't think it's our group or tribe specific. I think everyone, everyone has challenges. And uh, our niche is reaching those that have found a trail somewhere, Lake Tahoe, the Alabama Hills out in uh, on the other side of Yosemite, uh, the Ozarks, any of those places. And, and thank, thankfully, here out in the West, we've got lots of space to be able to get outside. I just did a section of the Lewis and Clark Trail in Orofino, Idaho. It was really kind of cool to hike where Lewis and Clark camped. I get to sit where their campsite was. And it's just a beautiful thing. And it's an awesome way that God can offer hope to people. As you get up each day and you're thinking about your adventure for the day, what's in your heart? As a pastor, what's in my heart is I want to please my creator and the one who called me. I want to be faithful and leave a legacy to my grandkids. I have three. I have a trail map with me at all time. I literally that day, if I don't get outside and do a hike or a mountain bike ride, I feel like I've lost something. I, I left something behind. So I do that. I study all the time. I study God's Word. I'm a reader. I've recently had eye surgery. I had a, um, what do you call it, a detached retina on a mountain bike ride in Flagstaff, Arizona. And so that was a year ago this week. So now I'm doing Audible, which is amazing, or just books on tape. Also, the ability to learn and grasp a new thing. I'm also reading a book by Belden Lane out of St. Louis University called Backpacking with the Saint, uh, Wilderness Hiking, a Spiritual Practice. And I'm rereading that again through an Audible book. But, you know, just always learning and always just being grateful every day for the sunshine and for the the day that God's offered us for. The scripture says, as thy days, so thy strength shall be. And so we're grateful for it. Yep. Our approach is every day to be a little bit John Muir and a little bit John Wesley. That's good. And for somebody who's not familiar with John Muir or John Wesley, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, John Muir was a believer. He, I think he was raised and born in Wisconsin. He took a hike across the country with a Bible. He was blind in one eye, and he ended up finding himself in Yosemite Valley. And he thought, what a great, amazing temple, he actually called it, a temple. Yosemite was a temple. And he began to work there and live there, and then there was just a ruckus of logging in Yosemite. And so John took it upon himself and also felt a calling to save that valley and many other areas. And he and Teddy Roosevelt literally saved Yosemite. And there was a lot of pushback. But if it wasn't for John Muir um, and Teddy Roosevelt, we don't have Yosemite. So uh, John Muir was a naturalist, and he is an amazing person to read. I'm reading uh, his book called The Wild Muir, 22 of John Muir's Greatest Adventures. It's pretty cool. And then John Wesley, John and Charles Wesley were uh, initiated and were used in the Great Awakening uh, in America, and he would literally preach to thousands off of tree stumps. John preached more outside than he did inside. He literally was kicked out of churches because he was a little bit, you know, a little bit unconventional. 
So he was one of those guys that preached a lot outside, like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of Jesus' sermons were outside, not in a sanctuary somewhere. So that's our intent, is to be a little bit John Muir and a little bit John Wesley. So tell me about that. How does it work? You talked about your tribe. You talked about, you know, 20 or so of you out there on the trails doing whatever, kayaking, hiking, mountain biking. How does it work? Do you say, hey, to this stranger on the trail, come and join us. Tell me more about that. If someone says, hey, to me on the trail, I'm going to say, hey, back, what's happening? But it's a presence of of just authenticity. You've got to build relationships with people. There's no such thing as, well, there might be, but what I found is you've got to build relationships with people. A group of friends of mine will be at a trailhead here in Prescott, and Nick will start out with a devotional, about a five-minute devotional, with, you know, six to a dozen guys, people on mountain bikes, and then they'll pray. They'll do about an hour ride, come back, and call it a night. So it's one of those things. It's just a kind of a build a build up through there's before there's a breakthrough in relationship with people. But I've found from Bend, Oregon to Telluride, Colorado to Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, that if you just if you're just friendly, what does Proverbs say? If you want to have friends, you gotta be friendly. And so that's that's what it is. It's it's more of an issue of just relationships and, and being authentic and and again, tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it's a universal calling card. It is, yeah. That's awesome. Do you have a fun story that you'd like to share? When you're exercising and you're doing something with friends, and it's amazing what will come out. I was just with a group of pastors up in Boise, Idaho, and we did a 35-mile uh, mountain bike ride. And it just, you stop, you, you have a conversation, and you're, and it's, it's just amazing. And, the, and you experience moments together. Uh, I know that getting to know people over time is a necessary prerequisite to have a discussion about Jesus. And another thing is, you know, a lot of times you just, you you reach and give people hope just through food. A new pair of socks on a trail is like from heaven. If you have the tools to fix their broken derailleur on their mountain bike, we do a bike valet at at America's largest mountain bike festival here in Prescott, Arizona. It's a three-day mountain bike festival. And so we provide a bike valet. So when the people are done with the race, they come to our bike valet and we secure it, lock it up, and then they can go to some of the local restaurants and places here in town. And Prescott, it's a, an amazing little little town with a town square and a whiskey row is where Doc Holliday played cards. And it's just a really amazing place. So we do that, these kind of servant relationship building stuff. So you got you got to let people know who, who you are. So I love that you're meeting people where they're at, literally. Oh, yeah. I mean, I in, in ministry for 41 years, I mean, I just like, come to me, come hear this, come see this, come come to our, our room. And that's great. That's fine. But there's another avenue, too. It's just uh, I, I like that style better. A lot of seed planting, a lot of watering. And do you ever have people reach out to you years later and say, I met you at such and such place and... You know, do you have a minute to talk? Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just amazing. That's the beauty of doing something long term, to have a long obedience in the same direction as Eugene Peterson used to say. If somebody is listening and they're thinking, I want to be a part of whatever this pastor is doing, is that a possibility? Yeah, they can go to OutdoorNationsNetwork.com. They can call my cell phone. I think my cell phone's on that website, our Facebook page, Outdoor Nations network.com. The churches 
website is discoveryprescott.com. Uh, you can Google my name, Steve Lummer, and it'll come up for a couple pages. And yeah, I would love to talk to people interested about this. Well, that's easy. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Well, I want to say thank you for what you guys are doing. You're doing something that no one else can do, and it's reaching a whole lot of people in a way that needs to happen. And I just want to say thank you for all that you're doing there. That's an honor. It's a privilege. Well, Pastor Steve Lummer, again, who is the, what is your official title? Well, I'm a Outdoor Nations Network director. I'm also a adventure chaplain. Really? And I'm also Pastor Steve. <laughs> and I'm my grandfather and a husband of an amazing wife, Brenda. She's been amazing for 41 years. That is awesome. Congratulations, too, on your <laughs> upcoming anniversary. So out of all of those titles, I'm going to pick Adventure Pastor. I like that one the best. So Pastor, there you go. I like it. Yeah. Pastor Steve Lummer, Adventure Pastor, based out of Prescott, Arizona. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Monica.